So if right now you are suffering in different aspects of your life, your career, business, relationships, will working on your body, conducting fitness, fixing your nutrition lifestyle, will that improve every aspect of your life? If so, or if not, right now you're about to listen to an amazing guest speaker on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast that will truly, truly create the drive and motivation you need right now to push for what you want. So without further ado, let's jump in. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. This is your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker on the show. Absolutely incredible backstory, and once you hear the the passion in her voice and how she talks about fitness and what it does for her, what it has done for her, what it currently does, and what it's going to do for her in the future, and all these amazing things that she has for fitness and health, you are going to be motivated to get up and, and go grind like today. So without further ado, everyone, welcome our guest speaker, Shannon Montgomery. Hey, Shannon. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm great. Good, good. So um, so over there, because obviously, so everyone listening right now, Shannon and I, we are both here in Houston, which is like awesome. Like it's so cool. And you were uh, you were born here, right? Like in, in uh, Texas? Yep. I was born, I mean, in Texas Children's here in Houston, and I lit. I grew up in the woodland, well, Magnolia, so the yeah. suburbs. Nice, yep. nice. Yeah, so I was born in California, Santa Barbara, and then uh, oh, cool. went to Arizona, then I went to Alaska, and now finally I'm over here, so it's like a jump, 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 jump. Uh, but cool. uh, yeah, but it's fun. But over there right now, where you, cause, so Shannon's like in the city area, and I'm kind of like a little bit out of Houston, but like right now, how is everything like with the whole like coronavirus where you're at? Everything is shut down. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. Nothing's open. Um, but it's, I mean, it's kind of peaceful because, you know, Houston is a massive city. So there's always tons of people, tons of traffic. Um, and it's kind of nice, but everything's slowed like, down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I know. That's, I, I guess that's the only like benefit of all this stuff going on. But everyone listening right now, yeah. um, hopefully everyone's healthy and safe right now during this whole, you know, outbreak of this virus. Um, and I'm super glad that you're here listening. I'm, I'm so happy that you're here on, on the show, Shannon. This is awesome. So before we begin and jump into our, our conversation, you know, I'll give you a few minutes. You can go ahead and talk about you know, why you do what you do, what got you into fitness, and just you know, where are you now? Okay. So I am, let's see, I'm a competitor, I guess. I've been competing in powerlifting and bodybuilding since 2014, but I actually started um, my fitness journey or whatever. I didn't call it that way mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, when I was in high school. So I think I was like 15 years old, 16 years old. Um, and I just got addicted to being in the gym and lifting weights and doing all the things. And uh, just throughout my life, that's been the one constant and the one thing that I stuck with and can control and have, you know, been totally in love with. And then it brought me into competing. And so now um, I have not competed in a very long time, but I'm currently in a contest prep for what I hope to be a show in the end of May. But I guess it just kind of depends on what goes on with all this virus stuff. Um, But yeah, so I'm just stuck to it. And, you know, it's my way of life. I don't know anything different. Um, And I'm really lucky that I have it and that I, you know, love it so much, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. And I remember whenever we talked before, you said that you you have competed in a bikini and you competed in figure and now you're back or is that correct? Yes. So okay. I initially I started in bikini in 2014. That was my first season competing. Okay. And back then bikini girls were not what they are now. Now bikini girls are like very muscular, very built. Um, they actually put years 
into their physiques prior to like, well, most of them winning their pro card and that kind of thing. In 2014, it was much more of an, still an entry level into bodybuilding. So the girls were just not, it has jacked. And since I had been lifting at that point, I'd been lifting for already, I don't know, 10 years. So I was really built for a bikini girl and I was told I had too much muscle and then I needed to do figure. So that's what I did. And then I, you know, I spent a year eating and growing and then I just spent years doing that competing in figure. And I love figure. Um, but I'm just, I'm a natural athlete and I'm not big enough mm-hmm. for it anymore. And I never will be. Um, and so my current coach, he was like, let's, he was like, honestly, I think you're really well suited for bikini. If we can get you lean enough, um, you know, based on the national level shows and the pros and whatever. So we're going to try it out, um, see what the judges think. And then if I have to adjust, I'll adjust and go from there. Yeah, so. dude, that's awesome. That, those are, those are pretty, I guess, big differences. Um, did you, did you yeah. gain, did you gain weight from bikini going into get to figure? Yes, I gained. So it's funny to think about because I, I'm not, I've never been a big, I always say I'm a medium sized girl. I'm not a big person. I'm like, I've always, I'm five, four. Well, I say five, four. I'm a little under five, four. Mm-hmm. And my weight initially from like high school to college to law school was I stuck around the low, like 115 to 120. I never really went anywhere from there. When I competed in bikini, I was on stage at 113.14. Wow. And then the next season I did figure and I was on stage at 120. So I, yeah, I was able to put on some muscle, um, you know, and each year that I've competed, my stage weight has increased Mm -hmm. and I've obviously am leaner. So I've just been put packing on the muscle for years. Um, now I'm, since we're doing bikini, I'm down. I, my normal weight sticks around like 135 to 140, um, in the off season. And right now I'm at 123 this morning is what I was at. So I'm like the lightest I've been in a very long time. Um, and I feel very weird about it, but (laughs) (laughs) hopefully we can get to like the 120 mark, maybe a little bit under and I'll be super skinny. Um, but you know, that's what you gotta do. So yeah, do you be super lean, like shredded, like no, like, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. That's the goal. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. So you are the first, uh, attorney here on the show, which is awesome. So like, so what do you, so what's like your, what do you do with your career? What, what does it, you know, include? So now I'm lucky I'm a solo, uh, practitioner. So I own my own law firm and it's just me. I don't have any employees. I don't work with other attorneys. Um, and I focus my area practices, intellectual property. Um, so trademarks and copyrights is what I handle the most of. I also do some small business work. Um, I'm not licensed here in Texas yet. I'm licensed in Florida and California actually. And uh, yeah, I will be, I'll get licensed here eventually. I just haven't needed to really, um, but I will. Uh, most of my clients are fitness, like health and wellness entrepreneurs, or some of them are fitness influencers. And it kind of happened very organically because of my Instagram, my fitness Instagram, um, the t- handle is lifting lawyer. Yeah, and that's so, so cool. <laughs> so stupid, but <laughs> no, I, made awesome. it, I made it when I was in law school and like, I just, I can't go back now. No, nope, um, you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I mean, it's brought because of Instagram, because of that handle years ago, uh, probably three or four years ago, I would get, uh, DMS from influencers or other people in the fitness space that would ask me random legal questions and they would, a lot of it was stuff that I didn't handle like criminal law questions or personal injury questions. Um, and I was working in bankruptcies and foreclosures at the time. And so it wasn't my area of expertise, but I could point them kind of in the right direction. And I started getting questions from influencers about like their contracts and their sponsorships and stuff. Um, and my background, uh, in law school was actually in sports. I worked in, I was, wanted to be a sports agent. So I worked with agents um, and sports teams and things like that. So I have a lot of experience in the IP and like contract negotiation marketing world. Um, And so when I was getting those inquiries from clients, I was like, or from potential clients, I guess at the time, I was like, Oh, I can actually help you with this. And so I realized there was a giant market um, and there still is, if any attorneys are listening to this, um, (laughs) most, most influencers don't work with attorneys and they're, you know, negotiating brand deals and stuff for themselves. They're starting businesses for themselves. They're leveraging their social platform and turning it into money. 
um, and they're doing it without any legal representation and that's often very dangerous. Mm -hmm. So I've been very lucky. I've had a few core clients um, that were smart enough to know what they didn't know, um, bring me in. And then that's kind of when I started my, I started my firm in 2018. Um, and then I moved back to Texas. I was in Florida at the time, moved back here so I could be close to family since I was going to be on my own. Um, I have my practice is completely virtual. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I get to work, I I'll, I'll work with other people too, but most of my clients are like me, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so they understand like, Oh, you're going to be in gym clothes all the time. You're going to be on the go. You're going to be competing. You know, they get that in yeah. lifestyle. They live that lifestyle too. Um, so it's really nice to just be able to work with those people. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's, that's one of the biggest reasons why, um, you, I, I saw your handle. I don't know how I saw your handle and, uh, and it said lifting lore. And I was like, dude, that's so cool. I need, I need to see, you know, what she's about. So I click yeah, it and, and then, you know, you have all your lifting stuff and then, and I was like, oh, dude, this, this girl is awesome. So then that's why I reached out to you. And, and, you know, now you're on the show today. But, but so we talked, you know, the other day. Um, and, you know, what I like about you is, is your entire backstory that from whenever you very first, you know, because you grew up active and, um, and, and your dad played a huge role in, in your weightlifting, you know, journey and what you do now. So um, explain or talk to us a little bit about, about that. Like, you know, you being active as a kid growing up and especially with your dad and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I am thankful. I literally thank God every day that my dad brought me into a gym. Um, because I mean, he, it's not like I was explaining to you, he is one of three boys. He has 26 cousins and of them, 24 are male. So he grew up in Houston with all these people like on the same street. And like, he had no idea what to do with girls. And I have two sisters. So he had <laughs> girls and he was like, I don't, they don't play sports. They don't, what do, what do you do with daughters? Um, and he didn't want us to play, I say real sports. We were allowed to do cheerleading and gymnastics um, because he thought those were safer than like basketball and baseball. I don't know. Right. Um, we could run track too, which I know this sounds like so chauvinistic. It wasn't like that at all. He was just like, hey, these are probably better options for you as a girl. Yeah, right. So I was in gymnastics from the time I was two until my teenage years when I switched into competitive cheerleading and I cheered for junior high and high school. Um, and when I was like 15, 15. I, I think I was a sophomore in high school. Um, and it was the summer time and him and my mom had just joined a local, small local gym. And I was just like, Hey, uh, can I come with you guys one day? And he was like, Oh yeah, you want to lift? Like, okay. So he got really pumped about it and brought me and my older sister liked, uh, weightlifting or kind of already. She sort of did like powerlifting at the, um, at the high school. The team wasn't like I wouldn't say it was legit, but you know, the football they were coaches trying, they were trying. <laughs> yeah. The football coaches were like trying to teach people how to lift. Yeah. Um, so my sister was kind of into it. And so he brought both of us and we would go to this little gym with them. And during the summer I went like every single day and he showed me what to do. He showed me how to squat, how to, um, deadlift, how to bench if I wanted to, um, all the accessory movements. My dad was a power lifter mm -hmm. and he's, you know, self and bodybuilder. Like he did all that growing up. And he was a police officer, so they're very active and, yeah. um, you know, they want to maintain, you know, a certain level of fitness. So he just showed me what to do, and I don't think he quite understood how much I was going to love it, or he, I don't think he thought it would, you know, take like it did. Right, um, but right. then for the rest of high school, I mean, I would beg them when I couldn't drive to, like, take me to the gym when I would get home from school, and they would be like, mm, not today. Um, but I would go, to, go on weekends, and then – especially my senior year of high school, I really got to the point where I was like, I want to do this all the time. Um, with cheerleading, we had cheerleading practice in the morning before school started. And then we would go to cheer, you know, during school and all of that. And so that took up a lot of my time. And I remember just being like, I wish I could just go lift weights, you know, like, I don't really <laughs> want to do this. I don't really want to be cheering. Um, and then after I graduated high school, I was in the gym every single day until college. Like I worked at a golf course and I went to the gym and that was all I did. You know, I didn't hardly hang out with my friends. I was like, this is the best summer ever. <laughs> uh, and then when I got to college, I was like, I was very afraid. I mean, part of it was I didn't want to get fat in college. I was very afraid of the whole freshman 15. Um, and I had my parents are very healthy. Um, we didn't eat out a lot. They always cooked at home. We ate very healthy, well-rounded meals. I would say, um, and not, they were never like, 
you can't eat bad foods. I mean, we ate plenty of like ice cream and stuff and we did go out to eat, you know, they were very good. I mean, their eating habits were very healthy and they, you know, gave us those skills. Um, But then I got to college and something kind of flipped in my head and I went the opposite direction thinking like, Oh, I can't eat. I can't do this. I need to lift all the time. I need to run all the time. And so that kind of went to a little bit of a negative um, path, but like I would skip class just to go to the gym and I was going to school out of state. I was at the university of Florida, go Gators. Um, And (laughs) my parents are paying all this money for me to go to college and I would just skip class so I could go lift. Oh my goodness. But I didn't even like, I love, I just loved it. I love it so much. I still obviously like it's much less negative uh, now than it was, but I mean, it, it has gone through so many phases of my life with me and it has meant something different at every single phase. And if it wasn't for my dad, I mean, like most females are so afraid to go into the weight section of a gym and I've never experienced that. It doesn't matter if it's a new gym. It doesn't matter if it's, I've never walked into a gym and been scared because my dad took me at such a young age and told me like, here's how you do things. Um, you know, don't be afraid to do X, Y, and Z just mm-hmm. because you're a girl or whatever. Like this is here. I'm giving you the skills to do this. Um, and I like could not be more thankful for that because I, I would probably be very much like other women who are afraid and who do get nervous to be in a gym and be around surrounded by like men doing weird stuff in a gym. Um, right. Grunting and, ha- and huffing and puffing. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that. You know, I got lucky because my dad is a meathead and he didn't know what to do with us. So yeah. And that's so cool. So, so what goes inside your mind whenever you go, let's say you're going to a, a, a new gym, you have no idea what, what it is uh, and you go into the weight section, there's tons of dudes doing what they do and you're the only girl, like what goes inside your mind? What are you f- so focused on what you're doing that you don't even even care about anything else or do you just don't care what people think about you or like what is it? Yeah, uh, uh, probably a little bit of all of that and a lot of uh, I wish that guy would get out of the squat rack because I really need it. <laughs> but I hate going to a gym that's crowded. Um, but I, I mean, because I'm very confident in my ability um, and I have, I've always had a program. If I'm not following a pro, like a strict program, um, I, I plan out my workouts very well and I like to stick to structure. And when I walk into a gym, I know what I need to accomplish that day. And so I'm very focused and I get in there I know where I want to start, what I need to do first. Um, And if there's somebody in my way, like I have no problem being like, excuse me, like, especially if there's somebody doing, I don't know, using equipment in an incorrect way or like they're on their phone or whatever. I'm like, hey, hey, I'm going to need that. (laughs) (laughs) Your focus is full and your confidence is just really high. Yeah, very. And I mean, I'm not the most confident person in every aspect of my life, but if yeah. you put me in a gym setting or you put me in some sort of like athletic lifting setting, like my confidence goes from like a normal level to like here. And there's just like, no, no messy with me. Boom. Just run for it. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that story. So, so do you think, so growing up with a dad that helped you, you know, with the start of your weightlifting obsession, would you say that it's important for parents to show their kids like an active lifestyle? Yes. And I think because as kids, you really like latch on to everything that your parents do. Right. Absolutely. And so my mom, my mom used to say like, Oh, I'm fat. I'm fat. Da, 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 da. And so I internalized that. And now, and I've actually gotten very good about it, but I used to be horrible. And that's where a lot of the like, Oh, well, if my mom's fat, I must be fat too. And my mom's not, my mom's five, two and never weighed more than 110 pounds in her life. Um, But because as a parent, you're so influential on your kid, like if you don't introduce them to a healthy lifestyle, they're not going to find it for a very long time, you know? And I think personally for me, because I started at such a young age, it was a lot easier for me to maintain a health and fitness, you know, lifestyle and for me to grow with it and to build that confidence, you know? Starting at 18 or your early 20s is a lot harder than starting at 15 and having your parents show you like, okay, this is how you do these kinds of things and this is how you stay healthy and this is like what you could eat to grow and that kind of stuff. Um, 
yeah, I just think it gives me or it gave me an advantage, honestly, over a lot of people. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, important. same. Because my, my my mom, she wasn't a weightlifter. She didn't really lift uh, weights. Um, and my you know, my mom was very, she was always the active one, you know, aside from everybody else. And we, we did eat, you know, pretty, pretty well. Um, and then whenever I got into high school, that's when I did, decided to eat like crap kind of, but so I was always Your around. Allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I was always around my, my mom and how she would, she was a runner. So she would run five miles every day, like on the beach and, and then wherever we went, she would always run five miles, like every single day, like religiously. So so I saw that, you know, growing up and then whenever I went into high school and um, it was, you know, I guess, quote unquote, safe to lift finally because you're hit a certain age. And um, so then I started to because I, I grew up with, in sports. I grew up in sports throughout my, you know, all the way from, I think, five years old all the way to, to high school. I played basketball, uh, baseball, football. I played a lot of sports. I was always very active, but I never looked active. I was just somebody that would, you know play a sport. And, and I, I hated that. So then, you know, I began to do the weightlifting because we had a class in high school. And then after that, my friends would go to the gym and I kind of just followed along. And then that's how my addiction for, for weightlifting, you know, it began. But my mom played a huge role in me seeing my, the, the activity, being active and, you know, being religious and like, right. That consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that dedication. It's like, if you see your parent do that, and I mean, it, this is across the board for anything. We're just lucky that our parents were really into health and fitness. Absolutely. It, it, it gets ingrained in you, you know, and then it's, it's like a no brainer almost. Yeah. So. And most of the time too, I just tell people like, I guess I would say in my, in my opinion and in, in my life and how I view it, um, we're, everyone's influenced somehow by to do something or to, to, to be somehow or to react some way. Right. And even if you didn't grow up with an active lifestyle or like uh, your parents being active or, you know, I guess cooking well, or, you know, whatever the case may be, you can still be influenced if you were to put yourself in those environments. So like there's people, there's, you know, classes you can just jump into for free. Then you can just try it one day, you know, or you can just walk inside of a gym and, and just mm-hmm. see if like, if you, if, you know, and just hop on the treadmill and walk. You know, and then you can yeah. start to do that every day and you're like, you know right. what, maybe, maybe I can do this and then escalate and climb that ladder of, of being influenced in that environment, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I believe in that hundred percent, but, uh, but yeah, parents that are, that show active, like being active, it really influences their children for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it gives you like a one up that is, if I ever have children, like obviously they're going to be in the gym from the second they can. Ball, so yeah, right. <laughs> if I have a kid, it'll probably be born in a gym. Let's be real. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I'm nine months, but hey, you gotta, I gotta go do some squats before I go. <laughs> I have a friend, a friend like that back in Florida at the gym that I went to. She is the most amazing. She's very similar to us and has just always been crazy active. And she has had four kids. And I swear to you, that woman would be running or lifting like the day she would go to the hospital to give birth. That is like, insane. That's, yeah, that's dedication. That'll be me for sure. You know, if I have kids. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see tons of like. Um, I see tons of moms. You know, like like I have a I have a, a girl in my boot camp class. She said that she would go to a boxing class until the until the day that she gave birth to her son. And like, it's so cool seeing these moms cool. be be active throughout their entire yeah. like pregnancy. It's so awesome. It's so awesome, and it's so good for the baby. So yeah, it's like good for everything. It's good for everything. But so okay, so you are a, an attorney, right? And so how is that? How is that filled? Is it intimidating? Is it like kind of like male dominant, or like uh, how does it feel to be in that career field? Yeah, it's super do- male dominant, um, and there's probably more female attorneys than male attorneys at this point. Uh, but it just seems like all of the big firms and all of the partners and basically everybody who has the important stuff, jobs and whatnot, judges yeah. and stuff are male. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not much of, I'm not a litigator. So everything that I do is considered transactional. Um, but I did work at a firm in which I was in court. Um, we did like some civil litigation type stuff. So I'd be in court uh, pretty frequently at my, the job I had before I started my law firm and it's mostly men and every man that you come in contact with as a female thinks you're the court reporter um, or you're a paralegal or something. They never think you're the attorney. Um, 
And I, since again, I'm like a relatively moderate sized person, I'm not large, I'm not super small, but I'm not pretty unassuming, especially in a suit. You can't really tell what's going right. on. Um, so <laughs> yeah, gains. I, mean, I see the gains. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I never wear sleeves. Right. So people like, no, not to mess with me. Um, but <laughs> like I'd walk into court and, you know, I go up to the, um, the JA, which is like the judge's assistant checking people in for the hearings or whatever that day. And opposing counselors, somebody would be like, Oh, are you the, the paralegal or are you the court reporter on my case? I'd be like, no, I'm the attorney on the other side. Think so, bro. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. And I, all my bosses have always been males. Um, and I've had, I've been lucky. I've had some really awesome, I've worked with some awesome attorneys. Um, I'm currently of counsel, which is kind of like, like, I don't know, not contract position, but they get the, there's an, a firm in New York. Um, they actually are really big in the supplement industry and they send me their intellectual property work and we like work together on a lot of stuff nice. and it's, it's all men. Um, but they're wonderful. I mean, they're the, the main attorney out of there. Uh, he's like me, he's a bodybuilder. Um, he'd been in the business for years. Um, so I mean, they're great. I have nothing like they, I feel like maybe they think of me as a dude. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it is, it's hard to be confident in this field if you're not, uh, very aggressive and, you know, and then of course you get looked at as like being a bitch if you're like too aggressive, right. you know, men are, they don't like that, but it's like, yeah. okay, but if I'm not aggressive then I just get treated kind of like dirt. So it's, it's kind of a struggle, but, um, I mean, now I'm on my own for a reason, you know, I don't love most attorneys, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends are attorneys, so they're all wonderful. Um, but most attorneys are not my kind of person. Um, so that's why I love working by myself. Uh, but yeah, if it wasn't for my fitness, like confidence that I have because of that, um, I think this profession would have eaten me alive to be completely honest. Oh yeah. Okay, sweet. So here we go. So, okay. So you work in a male dominant career field, right? And from a female's perspective, how has your fitness lifestyle made you so confident in your career? Yeah. I mean, first of all, if you feel good about yourself, um, that's just going to reflect in every aspect of your life. Right. And so fitness, obviously, whether you, of course, we always have things we want to change about the way we look. Um, but you know, exercise creates endorphins and endorphins make you happy. Um, but you know, it's <laughs> true. true. Like you feel good when you're exercising and when you're consistent. Um, and for me, like lifting weights, I have been able to build the body that I want, you know? Um, and because of that, it gives me confidence in who I am as a person. And also, you know, I set goals for myself in the gym and I accomplish them every single time accomplishing a goal gives you confidence. You know, it doesn't matter if that goal is I'm going to run five miles or I'm going to squat 315 in competition. Once that's achieved, you're like, wow, I am pretty awesome. Like I can set a goal and I can achieve it and look at me go, you know, and that just in every aspect of your life, I mean, that will improve things across the board. So I think because of fitness and because of how consistent and again, just like setting goals, achieving them, having the ability to change my body how I want and create the body that I want. And just all of that has built my confidence from, I mean, when I was in college, it was like, I was super self-conscious, like always worried about what people thought about me. I never wanted to like rock the boat and just the dig, the deeper I dug into fitness, the more and more I realized like, Oh wait, I'm actually pretty awesome. And I deserve to like be that way in every part of my life, you know? So yeah, it's no, super helpful. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I highly recommend to people. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, see, that's so cool. And that's what I loved about uh, our conversation we had the other day. Cause, cause I truly believe I, I'm, I feel the same way. Right. My time in the, in the military, I would go to the gym religiously because of, um, because of, I guess I was, I, I knew I had more potential. I knew I could be something great and I wanted to be the best person in any room that I walked into and fitness created that 
that roadmap for me. Every day I would go to the gym and yes, you know, you're doing what you, you know, you're lifting weights, you're, you know, you're building muscle and you're, you're getting a physique if you do everything correctly or whatever. But I was solely in there just to improve like my mindset, my mentality, my drive, my standards, my confidence. And that's what I was there for. And that totally, totally leaked into, into my career and my life and, and made me be noticed more, maybe be a uh, get promoted faster. Uh, and I was, I was the, my confidence level was high. I, I felt, I believed that every room that I walked into that I was the best one in that room. Yeah. Right. And it's like, people think it's so vain, like especially bodybuilding. Everyone's like, it's the most vain sport. It's super selfish and competing in bodybuilding. Yeah, it is. All you care about is how you look. It's pretty selfish. Um, it takes up a lot of time, but it's so much more than that. Like, and if I wish that everybody had that thing that made them feel this way, like, and I wish I could like take it out of my chest and like give it to you, like, you know, give it to people so that they could understand where I'm coming from. But like, it isn't about like going to the gym for me. It's like being there, doing the thing, setting the goal, like, having that consistency, it just, the muscle building aspect of it, the calorie burning, the like shaping, like that's all secondary to the mental, like, I guess health part of it for me, you know? And it, I don't know. I could just, I wish I could like put it into words better. Um, But I mean, that is, it is the reason why I am the way I am. And I have to stop discounting. I'm always like, well, it's silly. You know, it's just the gym. It's just, I have to stop discounting it because I need to like really appreciate and like really understand like it is way more than that. And like, I'm sorry if you don't understand that. And I'm sorry if you don't have that. Like, let's figure out how to give you that because it will make your entire life better. You know? Absolutely. It's, you go into you know, into your workout, right? Because you, you don't have to go to a gym to work out. You could do it anywhere. You know, you're working out. You're, you're pushing your body. The one Actually thing right now. Yeah, right. Do it anywhere. <laughs> Get outside. <laughs> Figure it out, guys. Uh, but, you know, the, you are, every time I walk into a workout, my workout, okay, and, and I, I'm, I have it, it, it's, you know, organized and I know what I'm going to do. I walk into that workout, one person, I leave, it's like someone else because and it's always going to be different every time i walk you're not going to get results like like right then and there you're not going to get a six pack after doing a thousand crunches that's not what happens but in the workout you leave mentally stronger than you were before like you are you hired your standard you might have ran faster you might have pushed harder you might have done an extra round because you were feeling that good like you are hiring your standards and that improves your confidence builds that mindset and just creates a, a like a better you, like within yeah. that th- 45 minutes or an hour. Right. And like you're showing up for yourself. Oh that, my God. That's incredible. You know, it's like that in and of itself should be like, you need that. Like you need that every day. You need to be able to prove to yourself that you matter and walking into the gym or walking into my garage, which is what I've been doing for the last you know, six days <laughs> since they shut down all the gyms, but walking in there, like when you don't want to, when you're tired, when you're upset, when you're feeling like crap and doing even whatever, if it's a small circuit, if it's a 10 minute run, whatever the case may be, you showed up for yourself and you proved to yourself that you mattered, you know? And it's like, that's, I think that's like the piece of confidence that I've always gleam from the gym is it's like no matter what's going on in my life I will show up for myself at the gym because I do matter like I fucking matter enough sorry no you're good no (laughs) I matter enough like to do this thing for myself today I can spend the next what if I spend an hour in the gym I can spend the next 23 hours of this day pouring into other people but this hour this is my damn hour and it's going to make me better. And like the, I deserve this, you know, and that just like fires me up. And if, if it doesn't fire you up, then like, let's have a chat and like, let's get you to the point where it does because, yeah. you know, it's so, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. It's, it's great. Feeling. And I love, I love what you said. You show up for yourself. Wow. My gosh, that's incredible. Like yeah. that is such a great way to put it. You are and everything that you said too, after that, 
you go and you work out on top of being tired, you know, um, if you had a long day at work the day before, or if you just got off work and had like a crazy day, everything went wrong and traffic sucked and someone cut you off and you lost five bucks and you know, all this stuff happened against you. And now you're, now you're going to go work out like, but that mentality to, to do something for yourself that will go, that will leak into your life. As in like, if you want to do something for your career that you just don't want to do, I got to do this thing to, to get promoted but you just don't want to do it. You had a long day. You're tired. You know, you stayed up all night for some odd reason for your kids or whatever, and you're, you're tired. You don't want to do it, but you do it anyways because you create that mentality inside your workouts that are going to, you know, improve your overall life outside. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's a, it's a mindset that once you get into it, it's like every aspect of your life is it, you're going to do that in everything, you know? So it's, I don't know. Super important. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. It is. And just like you said earlier, I highly recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) High key recommend people get on the fitness train. (laughs) Jump on y'all. Especially now it's, uh, everything is shut, like shut down basically. So like, and people are doing tons of, I don't know about you, but I go through Instagram and stuff like that. And there's like, everyone's doing a home workout. Everybody. And there's a ton of parks in Houston, which is surprising. Um, but I went to the park yesterday to just get some sun and there were people like sprinting up the hills and there's people running and there. I mean, it's as annoyed as I am that I can't go to the gym. Like, trust me, like there is nothing that I despise more than not having access to an actual gym. Yeah. I am very impressed with humanity right now and their ability to get outside, get creative and like put in the work, you know? And I mean, even myself, I'm like patting myself on the back because I've had these little home workouts little and they've, I've been kind of kicking my own ass and I'm impressed with myself and I'm not as upset as I thought I would be if I, if the gym got taken away, because I knew that was a possibility and I was terrified. Um, but now that I don't have it and I'm getting more creative again, I'm just building my confidence in the fact that this is something I can do. Here's a challenge and I'm handling it. Look at that you know, and so was everybody else. And it's awesome. And like, everybody should be really proud of themselves right now for like being able to do that. Absolutely. And the cool thing that I hope, and I wish that does happen is that people go back once this whole thing goes over, right? People go back to work in the regular life and realize how great they feel, how amazing it is that fitness did what it did. And now they, they continue to co- like put it inside their life and make it a daily routine. And then how that will improve like everything they got going on. Like, I hope, I wish that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's got to, at least for a good handful of people, right? I mean, there's no way it can't. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously, uh, there's two like fitness addicts here right now, talking right now. And and it's, as you can tell, you know, the gyms are closing and we're kind of out of our loop and and especially, and and anyone out there who's a fitness addict too, you know, it's like, you understand. Cause like, oh my gosh, dude, the first workout going back into the gym is going to be absolutely like legendary. Yeah, literally. We're all going to be there the whole day. I'm literally, I'm going to, I don't, I don't know what day it's opening. If it's a weekday, I'm just going to block my schedule off and be like, sorry, no client calls. I'm not doing any work today. I'm going to be in the gym. Yep. You need me, come find me. <laughs> yeah, just the whole 24 hours in the gym. <laughs> I'm going to do all six lifts that I would do in a week in that day. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Like bet, like bet. I yeah. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm there with you. I'm pretty sure a lot of you listening right now too are, are the same. But um, so earlier you said, right, you just, you can't seem to find how you would live without fitness, right? So so you say that you can't you can't see your life without fitness, and and I know exactly where you're coming from because I can't either. But what is that exactly? Like, why can't you see yourself without it? Because it's like air, <laughs> you know. And if you stop <laughs> you stop breathing, you're gonna die. Um, legitimately, I don't know how else to like. There isn't a day, there isn't a moment. I mean, just my brain is hardwired to to love it, I guess, or to, to need it. Um, and you know, I've gotten to a point where if it's not a gym workout, you know, obviously with all this that's going on has again, proven to me that I am okay without the gym. Um, if it's not that, if it's, if the exercise that day is hiking or, you know, going on a jog or taking my dog for an extra long walk or whatever, 
um, I still need, I still need it and it still needs to get done. And I still need to feel like I accomplished something. Um, and I, I don't know. I think also part of it is my personality type. I'm type A. I'm goal oriented, like beyond goal oriented. It's almost stupid. I'm like, okay, I'm going to set a, write down a list. And then if I accomplish all those things, like I feel great. And it's like, that's so nerdy. Nobody does that. Um, but like, I think that's what part of why fitness is just, I, I cannot separate it from my life. Like I just, it's such a part of me and who I am and my personality type and like just everything goes into my day that I don't know. I, I honestly can't like, what would I do with my hands? If, <laughs> you know, like, I don't right. know. Like, what do you do with your time? Even now, because I normally I'm a early lifter. I love to get my day started in the gym. Yes. Um, it clears my mind. Like not, there's not a ton of emails and I just don't have a, people bothering me if I go early enough. Um, and so not having that right now, not having that routine because you know, the work, you know, I have a roommate and like, I don't want to wake up early and disturb her and all that to work out of the, in the garage. Um, so my schedule kind of flip flopped. Um, it's kind of throwing me off a little bit and I'm like, but I still, it still keeps me going knowing like, okay, but I am going to, I'm going to do something later. I'm going to lift later, but I do feel weird. So I like, I don't really feel like myself a hundred percent right now. Um, just because of the way things are going. Um, but I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought just thinking about like my lift split here in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but because I mean, because it really is just like, oh, in my head, it's just like you wake up, you go to the gym, you do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and now that I've like flip flopped, I'm like, oh, wait, okay, I need to like readjust my life because I can't just revolve everything around a gym that I can't go to at this particular juncture. So yeah, it's just, I can't, I cannot, and I don't know. I don't know how to think about what you do with your time if you're not doing some sort of fitness activity. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm the same way. I'm going to say people, you know, we get up, we brush our teeth, we put on our clothes to go to work, and we go on with our day, right? And then you have people who who religiously, where fitness is a part of them just as much as, as, as a part of their body, like their heart or their brain or their arms. Like it's a part of them. We wake up. We fitness, we brush our teeth and then we head out, you know? So it's like, yeah, exactly. and then once you, once you put it in, you don't have to be completely obsessed with it to the point to where, you know, just like how you experienced, you know, back in college days and same thing with me, you know, back in, you know, in in my, you know, before days too, whenever I first started, but you don't have to be obsessively like thinking about it all the time and like pushing away your family and pushing away your friends and like eating rice chicken and and broccoli and and water and that's it and you don't have to do you don't have to be like that you know but fitness and and i don't know if you agree with me but fitness like it's it is life yeah oh absolutely i mean it is and i don't and i a thousand percent agree that you don't have to be obsessed with it you don't have to be a competitor you don't have to train six days a week you don't um i don't think for the general population that all you have to be that hardcore to just be a healthy human Um, but it should become such a routine to you that you don't even think about it. You know, like you said, it's like you wake up, you brush your teeth, you fitness, like it just clicks. You don't even, it's just not a thought. It's like a natural reaction. And so if your fitness routine is three days a week, but it's that knack, it should be that natural reaction. It should be that, Oh, I'm going to hop on my spin bike today, or I'm going to go, do my trail run or whatever that you, you know, go to yoga, but it should feel like breathing. It shouldn't feel like a chore, yeah. you know? And if it does feel like a chore, then you need to find something else to do. Right. Um, but you should want to do it because it's good for you. Yeah. You know, you should find the activity that feeds your soul, but also keeps your heart healthy, you know, keeps your body healthy, keeps your bones healthy. Like, you know, we need I- those activities. This is not, it's a matter of like a long, healthy life and a short, crappy life. Like, yeah, you know, uh, 100%. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So I got one more thing for you. I got one more thing okay. for you. Someone right now that is maybe listening, that is struggling with confidence and just their life doesn't seem right. It just doesn't seem okay. It just, you know, everything just seems to, go, I guess, go against them and 
They want to do something for themselves. They want to do something for their body, for their health. Coming from you, from someone who's been doing this for years and has seen it go into your life and improve your life and create such a, a confident person, what kind of advice would you give that person right now listening? Oh, that's so tough. Uh, I would say first and foremost, um, we've all been there and I still have those. I mean, being a, a small business owner is hard. It's t- definitely not for the, you know, it's a tough thing to deal with. Um, and I've had a lot of, a lot of lows, a lot of ups and downs. Um, but fitness is always there for me. The gym or whatever working out is always there for me. And it is a constant in my life. Um, and I, I need that, right? When things do suck, having that constant thing that you know isn't going anywhere, that isn't going to change, there is no variability. It's, it is what it is. Lifting weights, I mean, that, it is what it is. Um, if you're in that position where you're not, you just are kind of lost, um, the best thing you can do for yourself is to pick a goal. It doesn't have to be anything big. Something small. Um, a fitness-related goal and go for that every single day, you know, um, and set up the steps. Don't pick one giant goal, have your big main goal and, and then give yourself 10 little goals to get to that big goal and accomplish one and then recognize how awesome you are for accomplishing that one and then go on to the next one and then recognize again that you are killing it and you accomplish that other one and give yourself some grace to understand that it's not going to happen overnight. Um, your results obviously don't come even close to overnight. Um, progress isn't linear in any aspect of life, whether it's in the gym, in your business, in your career, in your relationships, things are going to go like this always, but that's okay. And you can, you can handle it if you stay consistent with the one thing that isn't going to change. And that's fitness because it's never, it's, it's the only thing with no variability. And I think being able to lean on that and knowing that fact while everything else in your life may be blowing up. Um, I think it will help you get through those times. At least it always has for me. I mean, it, a thousand, it, it's, it doesn't go anywhere. Even yeah. right now when we, we don't have a gym, <laughs> it's still there because I have dumbbells in my closet or in my garage. I can do pushups. I can do air squats. I can, that all of that goes nowhere and that is always there to rely on. And everybody needs that. We all need something that consistent. Um, it's almost like, and this is so silly, but it's almost like religion, which I am religious. Um, I'm a Christian. And so I have, I'm grounded in that aspect. Um, but also fitness is, they like mirror each other in my life. Almost. They're both very grounding and very consistent. And no matter what's going on in the world, like they are there. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I love that whole answer was, was amazing. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it definitely hit some people right now, but um, I hope it helps somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for you to speak from your heart, that's, that's great. And I, one thing I love about what you said was the, have that big goal, have that big goal and have 10 goals going up to it. And the most important part is what you said to to be like, you know what? I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I accomplished this. That one goal, even if that first small goal is to literally put on your running shoes and walk outside and then come back in, take them off and go on with the rest of your day. That is a goal yeah. and you accomplish it. And you did it. Yeah. Be, be happy for that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, like, I wish I could like go around like clapping for everybody and cheering for everybody and just like being there in the back of their mind to be like, well, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's drink you want to drink 30 ounces of water today. I'm so excited for you. I want you to drink that 30 ounces of water. And then I want you to tell yourself how cool and awesome you are for drinking that 30 ounces of water, because there's no goal that's too small. You know, when it comes to your health, nothing is too small. If you can come up with those little goals and I, there, I don't know the psychology. I don't know the science, but there is no way in hell that you're not going to become more confident and better as an individual, if you start accomplishing little goals like that, like there's no way you're not going to become more confident and better. Yeah, it does not. Exactly. If, you know, if you want something, you know, there's something that you want, your favorite car, like a dream car or a dream house. And 
you spent 10 years working, 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 keeping your eye on this house, on this car. And then finally, after 10 years, you finally have it. That feeling of achieving a dream that you've been wanting for years is going to be like, indescri- you can't even describe it. Yeah. It's just so much right. emotion. Same thing whenever you accomplish a simple fitness and health related goal. You're going to mm-hmm. feel great because number one, you're going you're going to give your body what it needs. Your body is designed to move. That's why you have joints. Your body is designed to, to eat certain foods, stay hydrated. That's what your body is designed to do. So when you give your body what it needs, it's going to react in a positive way. And, and then you're going to start to see the results. And once that happens, you're going to be asking yourself, why didn't you start years ago? Sooner. Yep. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Oh, Shannon, it was, it was so great. Like it was so awesome having you here on the show. This is, you're incredible. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not, but I hope, I hope whoever's listening, I mean, I just hope that it encourages you to get out there and just start doing something for yourself, for yourself, like for just do it for you. It's, it's about you. Yes. 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 And it should be about you and it can be about you and you don't need to be feel guilty about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You know what? That's a beautiful way to end. That's beautiful way to say it. So for everyone listening right now, all the new listeners, current listeners, future listeners, where can these amazing people find you? Um, I guess the best way to reach me really is Instagram. I'm at lifting lawyer. Uh, so cool. I have, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, but you can find me there. And then I have a link tree that links to like my business website, um, my other Instagram for the business. Um, if you want to do with all that, my email is attached. I'm pretty sure, or at least my personal email is attached. Um, but yeah, I spend a lot of time on Instagram because that's where my clients are and it's just my favorite platform to be on. Um, so find me there and then you can find me everywhere else, where else from there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And she's very responsive. Uh, that's where I found her <laughs> and I, I messaged her and uh, she replied. And so she, so anyone right now who has any sort of questions about like, you know, uh, anything, especially with confidence and motivation and, and just weightlifting and the passion for it and, and even some knowledge behind it, how to, how to grow muscle, how to do this, how to do that with your body, right? Go ahead and, and reach out to her, you know, um, yes. and ask her any questions. And the biggest thing that I truly care about is that you listened and you absorbed and you implement. But also, too, if you know someone right now struggling with fitness and health or their life or, or even, you know, you or, you know, a family member, whoever, the biggest thing that I care about would be just for you to share this episode out onto your Instagram, your Snapchat, Facebook, send it through a text message or via email, something, because the more people we can get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's exactly what we're trying to do, especially in a time like this. And again, before we, before we head out, I hope, I hope everyone's doing okay throughout this whole, uh, you know, COVID-19, uh, virus thing going on and and i hope everyone stays safe i hope everyone stays healthy and we're going to get through this together and once the gyms open up uh that lift session is going to be freaking epic party (laughs) major party (laughs) yeah so uh all right everyone so you know who it is this is your coach uh or this is your host coach matt uh guest speaker amazing guest speaker shannon montgomery and just like we always do it y'all get out there train hard and live strong Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, everyone. (laughs) See y'all later. Bye.